0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. As always, I am one of your hosts, Dan Ryan, currently only available in the adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake Go mobile app, uh, mm-hmm. so you'll have to catch me there if you want
1: me. Uh, and I'm joined by my <laughs> endearable co-host. Yes, Dan, you've succeeded in the task set before you. You may fondle my chest three times. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, but only three. <laughs> of course, yeah. four, three, two, two. 3 yeah. huh. But
0: uh, we are back... And uh, after what feels like five years, we're covering anime again. Yes.
1: <laughs> it seems like that happens an awful lot on this podcast. <laughs> but we do do anime, yes. Yes, yeah, we do.
0: Uh, and I am very excited for today because yeah. we're, we're returning to JoJo's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am, uh, well, I'll get into this later, but I am very excited to see your response to this. Uh, so as far, it's been going. a very
1: positive journey for me. And I, um, I, I hear we're switching tropes. We're changing genres a little bit. We really are. And, and, and the thing is, though, is like in
0: reviewing what you know, the episodes before us today, um, the pacing is is night and day. Mm. We we are going to get right into the action. We're going to get right into the insanity. So I'd be interested to see your response as that goes because Mm -hmm. there is no time wasted at all. Not that Phantom Blood wasted time, but it was very much a deliberate, this is like a buildup of horror. This is like a Victorian, you know, spooky murder thing that's going on. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, This... Totally different so yeah and i'll I'll enjoy seeing which one i prefer if i like certain elements of both different genres and then like when we get to the next season down the line how Mm -hmm. that one sits with me as well
0: of course yeah i'm always intrigued um but otherwise do
1: we have any anime life or video game news i only have three little things so let me go first Mm -hmm. and then i'll pass the mic to you so the first thing is i'm keeping up with chainsaw man i'm liking it Mm -hmm. i think it's a fun little anime if you've heard of it (laughs) i don't know if the world has Mm -hmm. but i'm enjoying it and it's just a light oh one episode a week watch which i enjoy um i hear that bleach is coming back with an english dub of something that i have to see i think the movie's getting the dub Alright, that would, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, on Hulu, like, in the next two weeks or so. So there was that. Um, I'm continuing. I'm trying to do a chapter a weekend of Bayonetta 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, but gosh, there's a lot of collectibles in this one.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <they> I <I'm>, know. <laughs> and
1: I'm the type that's like, well, I don't want to have to come back to this chapter too often to get all the collectibles. So before mm-hmm. moving on, the OCD in my brain is like, well, you missed one thing. You better go back and get it.
0: Well, oh, they and got your goat.
1: And it, <laughs> They really did. And it turns a 30-minute chapter into a a two-and-a-half-hour chapter to me. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. But it's fine. Uh, I think it has that PS2 schlocky quality. There's this unique thing where Bayonetta is all multiversical now. Mm -hmm. And if you get all the unlockables in one chapter, you get to see a or play a separate timeline of what happened in that universe so the first universe you go to is like an alternate japan that is the setting of astral chain i think so that's a cool little okay that's a cool little um platinum easter Easter egg egg there that was like all right this is happening in the same universe as that while that's going on i I mean i love bayonetta it's just where can i find the time dan no of course (laughs) i have none um splatoon 3 is continuing of course i have a wedding on the greatest of great splatfests, being grass fire and water i've chosen mm-hmm. grass i've elected john to get the nintendo store exclusive keychains which we will dole out a la gi oh very <laughs> and nice and matt won't get one i guess <laughs> but, but he's more of a wild card anyway we'll of make course. him like a crafty matt cabrera type thing um xenoblade 3 is continuing i'm 80 hours in i'm Almost halfway through Chapter 5, and Chapter 5 has started, I'm not gonna really spoil anything, but there was a line dropped where this doctor turns to these teens who, you know, they've grown up as not exactly human. He goes, who wants to know where babies come from? And they all raise their hands. Oh, it's getting into subject matter that, uh... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This podcast hasn't even trifled with, yeah. so... <laughs> I, I mean, Dan, I, I'm continuing to play it so far. I think it is the game for you mm-hmm. after Persona. It is the time sink for that. Of course. Because I think out of all of them so far, it's hitting the most Dan Ryan tropes, and I'm loving it. Of course. Uh, there was one other thing I was going to discuss, but... Oh, it's escaped me. I was going to um, mention this last week. Uh, Mike Flanagan in general. Mm-hmm. Just all his different Halloween properties, since it was Halloween last weekend. Last week, last Monday. Uh, I enjoy Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. I, I highly recommend every year that you watch Haunting of Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did Midnight Mass, which I thought was exceptional. Mm-hmm. Um, it really spurned me that he didn't receive the Stephen King uh, Salem's Lot adaptation and that went to Blumhouse instead. Because I think Mike Flanagan wanted to do it justice, especially with uh, Dr. Sleep, which he directed. He has a passion for King. I I would assume so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The latest Mike Flanagan joint, which I have to watch because I love his ensemble casting and uh, his storytelling, his cinematography, is uh, The Midnight Club, which is more like Goosebumps, Teen version of a typical mike flanagan joint
0: well it calls to mind the midnight society yeah from are you afraid, afraid of, the of the dark, dark. it's but...
1: very that and i will say i'm not done with it yet i'm I'm more than halfway done mm-hmm. uh, i think it's the weakest of his properties so far okay but i i will watch it it's not bad they do a unique thing where like the the setting is like all these terminally ill kids are at like a um not a retreat like uh,
0: a hospice it's like a
1: hospice in like the mountains somewhere and every night at midnight they get together and they tell like a scary story they pass the baton a la are you afraid of the dark Mm -hmm. um and i find it interesting that in these stories that are shown before us each of the characters play different characters in that so Mm -hmm. i think that's a quirky idea but some of these stories are hit and miss man like it's not my cup of tea but what well, can you do? that's...
0: Yeah, I mean, that's like the Twilight Zone problem. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. You're going to encounter those, uh... For every, uh, pig people universe, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's, you know, there's another one where... It's just aliens messing with folks.
1: So. Yeah, but even those bad Twilight Zones I like, too. Of course. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they it's have their the, charm. That's not to say, yeah. uh, but it's, uh, you yeah. know. And I'm not lambasting the Midnight Club. Like, I will watch it and complete it. Mm. But uh, it, it's not his best. After Midnight Mass, this wasn't really the follow-up that I was expecting. But I, I will still continue down my Mike Flanagan train. By Um, all means. uh, That's all my news, Dan. That's everything I got in the tank. I didn't do anything this week. I was too swamped at work. I'm preparing for this wedding. Mm -hmm. I got an anime podcast to run here. Gotta start preparing for the Christmas season. (laughs) (laughs) The the Christmas candy cabinet has been...
0: (laughs) (sighs) I, you know, we're, uh... No, uh, life life can be stressful. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, perhaps adding to the stress, do remember everyone that for those of us in the states, Tuesday is election oh day. That's right. Um, and then the next day, a Sonic game comes out <laughs> to keep things in perspective. Yes, uh, you know to, to remind us what we're fighting for. Yeah. Um, Am I but- voting for
1: Kang or Kodos this year? <laughs>
0: <sighs> I I watched that episode recently. <laughs> I'm sure you did, Dad. <laughs> When we devolved to a Simpsons podcast. It on TV the other day. (laughs) I voted for Kodos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god,
1: what was it? Well, we still have to see the Simpsons It parody and their other Halloween thing. They did Death Note this year so we can loosely tie it into anime well i did watch that oh it's out okay yeah, i don't even yeah, know maybe it, we'll watch that after then uh, I didn't
0: see it. yeah it was uh i mean I'll, I'll i'll reserve judgment until we discuss it together mm. uh but it's just very short it's like oh. the same it's the same small tiny yeah. segments they do for all of but i
1: know for they're ones. having a second one with it or something like that that's 30 minutes long yes they did say yeah that the Itch Which one... we will have to watch
0: yeah yeah the it one i don't think is out yet but the the death note one came oh. out um yeah, because then that that episode also has a Westworld parody, and I guess Westworld got canceled. Well, recently,
1: so <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen the latest season. I did watch the first three seasons religiously, mm-hmm. and the first two were great. The third one, there were episodes in there that I didn't know how they made it to TV. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah. I have never watched it. I, another show I think you would enjoy. That's like Gabe Rivera's favorite show for some reason. I've seen the original movie. Yeah, Enjoyed that. Brenner. Yul yeah. Brenner. But
0: uh, I, I haven't watched the sh- But that's that's what all the TikTokers were saying was mm-hmm. that it they had never seen like a dip in quality yeah. On, on that level before. I
1: think they just bit off way... They didn't know where it was going exactly. Mm-hmm. They they were too ambitious for their own good because I, the first season, great. I remember watching them being on the edge of my seat every episode. It was like Lost, which, like, original Lost, mm-hmm. which is something that I know is dear and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. And then season two, they had, like, genre bendings again. They were going to different locales. And then season three was just too futuristic. And I think season four followed the same path. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm, well, interesting. Yeah. Um, but vote, remember to vote, sorry for the, the tangent.
0: No, of course, do remember to vote, uh, everyone. Um, but uh, in lighter news, this week was uh, Godzilla Day. Oh, yeah! Um, and it was also Gigan's 50th anniversary, <laughs> because Godzilla versus Gigan came out in 72, yeah. I
1: believe? Gigan comes out in that little costume and you're crying in the background. I
0: was, yeah. They they made a they made a Gigan costume for uh, a film a short film premiere uh, of uh, it's it's currently up on YouTube uh, called Godzilla vs. Gigan Rex. It was a little like fan initiative project that they did. Um, it acts as like a spiritual follow up to the Heisei era, which we have not delved into on this podcast, but we will someday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my you know the that was the my first exposure to all of this and one of my favorites. Takes a lot of the musical cues from that era. Um, the actress who portrayed uh, Mickey Sagusa, who was like a recurring character, like the only human to be a recurring character in those movies, um, she came back to narrate it. Uh, and it was it was Godzilla versus a, a new form of Gaigan and so it was the year of Guy. Not unlike the year of Luigi a few years ago, yeah. it was the it was the year of mm. Um They had he got a lot of merch announcements that made me squee so that was that was good (laughs) Mm. um but yeah that while that short film is up on youtube do go check it out because i'm not entirely sure of its like official status but again it was screened at some kind of toho event with that gigan suit so i'm assuming that i i I don't know the logistics of how long it'll be on youtube so go check it out while it's there um uh, then today, uh, breaking news, right before we recorded, mm-hmm. uh, Gimmagool was yeah. revealed. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: it was leaked through Pokemon Go. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah. Nintendo went, oh, gotta cover our asses. Yeah. Well, we knew this was also rumored, too. It was, yeah. And, I mean, it does improve on the design slightly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very unfinished Pokemon, but now I see there was one big asset that was missing from its design.
0: Yeah, so, uh, Gimmagool, he looks like the Reddit logo, mm-hmm. and, uh, he's all about coins. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever that stupid fucking Mario Party announcement e- years ago. Oh. We're, are we dating ourselves, or? No, that... wait,
1: was it Mario Party, or was it Mario World 2? Or was it, was it was the it... phone game? Was no, the Mario no, It wasn't the phone game. There was one that was themed gold. It was, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. It was on the... Th- the 3DS, or something like that, or it was New Super Mario Bros. 2. This year. Yeah, it was gold, all, all the gold. Yeah.
0: Uh, but that's what that's what Reddit logo is about, mm-hmm. and uh, in Pokemon Go, he's, he's a scout, he's by himself, and then in uh, the game proper, he's like a mimic chest. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hiding in there, and I would assume you have to collect coins, bring them to the chest, and open it up... Mm-hmm. Or or logistically, you gotta catch him and go, and then bring a bunch of those to into the game. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I would assume it's because they don't have that connect- connectivity set up yet. So it's going to probably mm-hmm. be. It seems to be that you if you see a gimagool, he'll flee, leave behind some coins, like the bye bye man, like, like the
1: bye bye man. The universe hands gotta us. Gotta every episode back to the bye bye man from um, now on.
0: And if you if you bring enough coins to that chest, like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, he will pop out. Yeah. Um, according to the rumors, because in, in all the leaks and rumors and speculation that's been going on, apparently uh, Gimmagool mm-hmm. and a, a rumored primate evolution... Are according- the hardest to get. Yes, or mm-hmm. the most frustrating, according to what people said. So mm-hmm. we'll see how... how- <laughs> I, I would assume that that Gimagool will be like a Zygarde, where you have to just keep collecting yeah. coins, and then that'll be mm, that makes theme. sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, you'll know, see what happens. I'm mm. excited. Um, and then uh, notably yesterday, I saw One Piece film. Red.
1: Oh yeah, trending on Twitter. Open number two at the box office. It I did? hear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, and I think it, it's number one. It, it surpassed Black Adam. Oh, wow. uh, so two of your
1: faves. Ugh. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: um, but One Piece Film Red was excellent, mm-hmm. and... I'm sure I'll be seeing it when it comes to physical media. <laughs> I, no, I unironically think of all the One Piece stuff, you would like this the most. Oh, well, I,
1: which is I, surprising, because I liked some of them more than I thought. I liked the flower one a yeah. lot, and I liked uh, the the casino aisle one. And I was going to say
0: that of all the comparisons I could make, it reminds me the most of the barometzering oh, wow. one of the flower one That's it cool. it, uh, yeah. it it has a very brief like you know early stretch that is kind of whimsical and cute like oh what's going on here what's going to someone going to crash the concert mm-hmm. and then the plot turns on a dime and mm-hmm. it 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 gets really really dark mm. um and the music is incredible they brought in a K-pop star, mm-hmm. I believe, who mm-hmm. is currently really popular in Japan to do her songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the songs are bops. <laughs> they, they are not. They don't feel like. Oh, this was made for a One Piece movie. This mm-hmm. is. They're they're catchy songs that match her state of mind as the movie
1: progresses. Well, they're gonna get Katy Perry for the dub probably.
0: <laughs> well, no, no. I I saw the dub. Oh, um, it was a dub. Sorry. A- oh. And, uh... But that was <laughs> sort of a, a mistake on my part because mm. uh, the... Uh, Uta, the, the main pop star, who is actually... She bears more resemblance to, like, a Twitch streamer mm. than anything else in terms of how it's set up, but that's... It uh, adds a layer of complexity to it. Um, she's voiced by, uh, Amelie, who is, like, a YouTuber who does a yeah, lot of covers. Yeah, I know, I, I'm aware. Yeah. yeah.
1: I subscribe. She was part of the... Oh, man, what was she part of? Was she part of the Sailor Moon parody series? Anyways, I know that yeah. name. She's do, vo- yeah. she,
0: she occasionally lends her voice to other projects, but, but she... Uh, I went to go see it, because I was under the impression that, I don't know, I guess they would dub the songs, like, Belle or whatever, Mm -hmm. Uh, but the songs are all still in Japanese, Mm -hmm. uh, and she just provides, like, the speaking voice. Okay. Um, And no fault of the dub cast, but the version of the dub that I saw, uh, because that was, like, the deciding factor, like, what... what, Dub or sub? Like, what what showtime will I book? Um, All right, I want to see what Emily sounds like in this, I'll I'll check out the dub. Mm. And I guess because of how... Because there's so much music, like, there's so many song numbers, the audio tracks... Switch, and you can hear it. And it's kind of like the English dub audio was quieter mm. than the ambient music and everything else. Mm. So they'll, you know, the they'll, you'll have, like, these big, loud, perfect-sounding mm-hmm. song numbers... But then the volume for the English dub was much much lower, mm. uh, and at certain times when action is happening with a song, it'll drown out what people are saying during mm. that time. So that that's a technical issue. I'm assuming they can fix that at some somewhere down the line. It's but the mix. Yeah. if you do go to see it, then just just go see the sub, as I should have done because it's no there's really no uh, meaningful difference as to who's voicing who, but. Um, it uh yeah, so just be wary of that mm-hmm. uh, if you if you put stock in that stuff but an excellent movie it was mm. i I legitimately think that you would you would enjoy it well,
1: like I said, I'm sure to see
0: it's it's got like a lot of stuff in there about like again because she's kind of like the equivalent of like a like a a streamer. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like this this two way parasocial bond she's built up with everyone. And how she's using this as like a coping mechanism, and how like, you know, what 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 would you trade for a completely happy life, mm. uh, you know, and and how long would it take that to, to become exhausting? Because that's kind of something that the characters learn throughout. Mm. Is um, it, it, it's it was a surprisingly a deep, deep little movie, yeah. um. So I highly recommend checking it out. I will bring it to the podcast when it comes out. Mm. I believe we watched Stampede, so we're already yeah. caught up in terms of that stuff. Um, but but sincerely, I, I do I do recommend it. Mm. Excellent movie. Um, I believe that's all the news I have.
1: Oh, okay, that works. Light news week.
0: I mean so, yes, yeah, so we covered Sanic, we covered <laughs> covered Pokemon, yeah. we covered That's all the big
1: ones. Yeah.
0: One piece? Yeah. Yeah. But uh maybe maybe this tangent will kill some extra.
1: Oh, I don't know about that, but yeah. Sure. Um
0: <laughs> well no, these are these are not I'm not requiring oh, okay. these today. These are for the future. You're
1: not making me think
0: on the spot. To keep in mind. Um so behind the scenes. I've been, uh, again, I have been working on a lot of these, I just get self-conscious about posting them at the wrong time, because mm-hmm. then it's like, this got one like, and it's like, but it's I- It's not
1: about the likes, Dan.
0: I spent five hours There's drawing a- that pig, <laughs> I, you know, so it's- like well, i gotta... I'll always
1: like it, Dan. So
0: that's why they haven't been posted, but a lot are in the tank, and they're coming- Um, but, behind the scenes, I've been working on Boron and Bismuth, the two first goobers from Team Lithium that the player meets. Um, in order to make them stand out, their designs have shifted over time. Good. Um, As good designs often do. I have kind of turned them into the Pokemon equivalents of our faves, Zarbon and Dodoria. Mm Uh, they kind of match those appearances thematically. Okay. Um, and that, that'll be, like, their general vibe that they give off um i think the only evil team person i've gotten out is poppy so far i still need to do the grunts and everything else Mm -hmm. but that that'll be a later point uh but for these two i figured that um they should get signature mons Uh, now in the past you gave me a plethora of prompts that are perfect for team lithium Mm -hmm. like the general spread of like What they have, like you gave me a Snubble regional variant, you gave me a Dalmatian, Mm -hmm. like a Firefighter, like a Boom Barrier, tons of other Mm -hmm. public safety-themed things that they'll all have. Uh, But for these two, I figured they need signature team members. Mm. So, uh, for Boron, I'm requesting from you uh, a beautiful
1: Beautiful Pokémon with an
0: ugly side. Maybe a form change, maybe a a difference, but think on Mm -hmm. that. Uh, then, for Bismuth, uh, give me a cute-looking Pokémon that is actually quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. Something like Beware. Um, uh, kind of on that level. You know, it's, it's, it looks cute, but it's actually terrifying to stumble across that fucking thing mm-hmm. in the wild. Um, and note that both of these, since these two are going to be recurring Goober boss battles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we already have some that fit these tropes. But for these two signature mons, make sure that they are something that could still challenge the player in the end game. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if you know if you give me an idea and then I create like a pre-evolution extrapolated from that, that's fine. Okay, we'll, we'll act accordingly. Uh, but they, they got to be beefy, mm-hmm. I, I guess, because um, we already have like the like the poison dart frog is cute, but you mm-hmm. know stat-wise, I'm assuming that won't cover it. So. Uh, we gotta gotta give fitting Pokemon for these villains that mm. keep showing up. Um, I think in terms of the other ones, like uh, what's her name, Beryl already has um, the our Angel, angel mm-hmm. and the Angel will be suitably powerful for that stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and other, otherwise, we just got stuff for the gym leaders coming out. I also sent you the Cherry Tree. Mm-hmm. Hope you liked him. I but, did.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, so that'll be those. Those are next on the on the lineup. Uh, but yeah, so think on these, think on the other prompts. No rush, these are... Good. A time-killing one. Yes. Uh, and as... wanted to include a little surprise here. Oh no. Um... Mm-hmm. In our big stupid spreadsheet of mm-hmm. my big stupid spreadsheet mm-hmm. of, of, of prompt ideas that you've given me, uh, obviously Gardevoir is, is a fave of yours. She is, yes. Um, Now, originally... Many moons ago, I suggested to you that I could make you a Susperia <gasps> version of that. Yes. Uh, would you per-
1: still prefer that? Yes. Yes, um, Dad. Suspiria, Gardevoir, two of my favorite things. Okay.
0: <laughs> Together at once, at last. So, so I will, I will continue doing that.
1: That could even be our beautiful ugly Pokemon too. It could be. Mm-hmm. By all means, it could turn in from a, a Madame Blanc into a, 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 a Helena Marcos. It could. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Well, in, term, in terms of in terms of Gardevoir, do we, Or do you want me to design one from the ground know. up? That I, don't could do Just that? To,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, think on it. Yeah. Um, because dwell.
0: because otherwise, uh, if if you. Um, y- if uh, depending on how again, this is something to think on. This is mm-hmm. something in your dotage uh, mm-hmm. to, to block out the stresses of the world. Yes. If you have an if you happen to come up with an idea, because one route is Susperia Gardevoir. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep in mind that you would also need to think up something for Galade. If Fine. you did that, that's no problem. But but yeah. I, I, I don't worry about that. Um, but I also thought that eventually we could do some Ootnamons.
1: Mm. Uh, and, and Gardevoir Ooh. Gallade would lend itself to, to Utna. Anthony and Utna. yeah. Because
0: uh, it would be uh, one one of the main ladies mm. and then uh, mm-hmm. Fencer Guy could mm-hmm. be Gallade. Mm-hmm. If you wish. Or those could be like an Armorage Cerulege yeah. duo mm. between the two versions. That could be too. That All reference right. Utna, because I'm trying to get more anime references in there. Okay. So think on that, think about what you would prefer. I do like your 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 uh, witch into old hag thing, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Ooh. come up with a bunch of stuff, we'll throw it at the wall, see what sticks, mm. but I'm I'm throwing these ideas out there to see if, uh, because again, I'm, I'm working through these old prompts, we've mm-hmm. already, like, cur- like narrowed down a few, like, nose paths we refined into something, uh, you know, uh, so... I don't want to forget about any of these, Mm. like, moving forward. Uh, So think on those, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and we'll come back to it. Okay. Are you ready for some
1: anime? I am, Dan.
0: Hell yeah. All right. (laughs) So now we're going to roll out the drawing board. And this isn't any drawing board. This is drawing board... There's gonna be a World War II... Not again. (laughs) ...addition. Um... But this time it actually
1: applies because there will be a World War II. Did you see that thing with Judy Dench this week? That's like she was being interviewed and she was like, "Well, we did this during the war." And the interviewer asked her which war, and she went, "World War II." <laughs> she said, <laughs> "She said, what are you insinuating with that question?"
0: <laughs> Why would they do that? No, but Why she she
1: took it like a champ. She's like, "Get out! <laughs> like,
0: like, stop that!" Jesus!
1: Enough of that. <laughs>
0: What are you doing? No, don't cross Judy Dench like that. She's not gonna gonna take that. Um, She wasn't
1: cross. She she was just like, Oh (laughs) how old do you think I am? Anyways, world, there's going to be a World War II, day. There is going to be a World War II. Oh, no. Um,
0: so, last time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where we left off, I, I don't know if I need to recount the whole thing, but you remember a uh, young rich lad, uh, a stone mask, his, uh, his uh, live-in frenemy who becomes a vampire, <laughs> mm-hmm. an immortal vampire. Um, and in their final, after their final battle... Uh, Dio, said immortal vampire, survives as just a head Mm -hmm. and is whisked away. Uh, Then, in 1889, Jonathan Joestar and his new wife, Arena were traveling to America on their honeymoon. Um, In the middle of their voyage, Jonathan discovered that Dio had not only survived their battle, again, just as a head, um, but (laughs) had a new plan. Uh, Dio, believing that his and Jonathan's fates were invariably intertwined, intended to take Jonathan's body as the, the new perfect post. specimen, yeah. <laughs> and thus, you know, pretty much sustain him into becoming the ultimate life form. Uh, he was like, our bloodlines are linked, your blood activated the mask, the mask made me into what I am, mm-hmm. together, you know, our genealogies will merge into the perfect being. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Jonathan was not having this, <laughs> um, and they managed to seemingly... Put a stop to that plan. Jonathan gave his life uh, as the ship went down and exploded. Uh, Irina was going to stay behind with him, but uh, lived in order to protect a baby mm-hmm. who had... Uh, Been
1: thrown onto the scene yeah, by, but, um, by a dying woman. Yeah, the zombies,
0: <laughs> Dio's zombies had killed uh, this baby's parents, and Arena uh, takes the baby and, and vows to live and survive. Yes. Um, do remember that baby girl... <laughs> She is not going to be immediately apparent in this next chapter here, but Mm -hmm. she will come in, so just remember that she exists. Okay. Um... Yeah, so that's 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 for the story later. So uh, in the fall of 1938, as far as that cliffhanger implied, uh, an elderly Robert Eo Speedwagon uh, discovers some strange ruins in Mexico, uh, where the episode ended. He was investigating the pillar at the heart of these ruins, uh, and it was adorned with numerous like stone figures mm-hmm. who bore a resemblance to the stone mask that started all of this trouble. Mm. Uh, so we, wh- what's going to happen down know. there? I don't know. Something bad, I'm sure. <laughs> so this portion of the anime. Oh, okay. One more thing. Uh, do remember that Hamon users used to be more widespread mm-hmm. uh, as far as like the the information provided by like Strizo and. The other Goober friends from Tibet were there. Mm -hmm. Uh, They alluded to the fact that there used to be a whole civilization of Haman users uh, who were passing on and sharing this knowledge with each other, but they were severely reduced in number until they were literally Mm -hmm. just the three older guys and then Zeppeli Mm -hmm. in Phantom Blood. Uh, So do remember them, think on what happened to them, Uh, Because we're going to get more context for them Mm. in this season, too. So, this portion of the anime is an adaptation of the second part of the manga, originally titled Joseph Joestar, His Proud Lineage. Mm. Uh, So, again, the original title for Phantom Blood was Jonathan Joestar, His Youth. Um, And for a while, each successive chapter had a title like that Mm -hmm. uh, until they changed into into something else. Mm -hmm. Um so it should be noted that we are technically skipping one Joestar generation. The main character of Battle Tendency is Joseph Joestar, who is the grandson of Jonathan in Arena. George Joestar, who is Joseph's father, Jonathan's direct son, uh, is described as a Royal Air Force pilot who supposedly died in World War II in in combat. Um however, uh, you know, through details in this season of the anime as well as a 2012 novel released by Otaro Maijo, uh, that's not quite what happened to George Joestar. Mm, you don't so say. There's more to that tale, mm. but for spoiler purposes, we're not going to delve into that just okay. yet. Uh, so, so you'll know what the anime wants you to know okay. for, for the time being. But uh, we are, again, we are missing the World War I generation mm. of Joestars. Uh, that, that story is for another day. Uh, so, battle tendency begins with uh, Joseph and Granny Arena moving from London to New York City. Um, again, it's like 1938. It's like you know the World War II is looming. Mm. And hold on, let me find my proper place. In the oh, notes, did I yeah.
1: not put them in the right order?
0: <laughs> you might have <laughs> got An egg on my face. There you go. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Yep. Okay. So, uh, you know, due to Battle Tendency having a much more energetic story and multiple settings, uh, the anime staff resolved to use a brighter color palette and made character designs much sharper. They wanted this season to resemble the comics of that era, Mm -hmm. uh, what you would describe as like the golden age of comics, um, without becoming unrecognizable or un-Jojo-like. So... You're definitely gonna notice the pop of color in this. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to look much more dramatic mm-hmm. and dynamic, Bold, kind of like yes. a comic book. Um, and and I see, I saw that in the commentary for this like these first couple episodes that we're watching, the animators were really proud of the sky. The mm. sky is also very colorful and they felt that it was a step up in terms of how they drew the backgrounds from season one. Mm. Uh, so they're they're figuring things out the anime staff was very conscious of like, we're going into a new chapter, what can we do to make it stand out? And Hmm. they acted accordingly. Um, So, a theme from Phantom Blood that still persists and applies in this season is human willpower slash potential versus the supernatural and or divine. Hmm. Uh, That was touched on with Dio versus everyone else, but the main villains of this season are very imposing. When they Hmm. show up, you will know how outmatched humanity is mm-hmm. and their their godlike power is emphasized throughout the rest of this story arc the stakes are clear the power difference is clear and you know it, it, it does a lot of things that become staple of, of like how jojo's works is is like the the villains always get a chance to flex mm-hmm. on on how strong, they, strong are. they are, and I, I think that adds to the to the charm, because it, it yeah, again, it, it builds the tension. So uh, this season has really grown on me since the first time I watched it um, it was one of those things where I was watching it, uh, again, as a very recent JoJo viewer, mm-hmm. uh, I think I, I obviously Grant watched this before any of us uh, but he's busy in space. Yes. Um, but I sat down, I watched it, and and part of me was kind of like, oh, I want to get the Stardust Crusaders. I want, you know, w- I want to see what all the hubbub is about mm-hmm. with that season. Um, but looking back on it, I really appreciate Battle Tendency, and it might be my favorite mm. so far. It it is kind of like an Indiana Jones movie with shonen battle tendencies. Uh-huh. Um, it, it has that vibe to it. The cast is lovable, even though the season is somewhat short still by comparison to Stardust Crusaders, you still really care about the cast. Mm. Like you you enough to make the transition into Stardust Crusaders like somewhat difficult, even though Joseph is still hanging around. Mm. Um, but it, it, it has really grown on me as like a unique and just exciting thing. And I, apparently a lot of the fan base does agree with that, mm. especially the Western fan base. Um, this is usually ranked as the favorite hmm. uh, in the West. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that is certainly built up over time. Uh, you know, some some retroactive recognition for what it is. Hmm. So, uh, one of the reasons why I'm excited to bring it here. Yes. Um, so, uh, as I said earlier, I think you will notice that as we get into these first four episodes, uh, you know, the... The pacing is much faster Mm. we are not wasting any time the 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 stakes will become clear the Mm -hmm. macguffins the 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 plot itself will become clear they're not going to waste any time getting into the action Mm. um so i think i think that makes for a very good viewing experience Mm -hmm. but again i am interested to see your reaction to all of the tropes that we bound through in a very short eyes yeah
1: yeah yeah um, I'm excited. I feel like I'm watching an episode of Ancient Aliens. Mm. <laughs> Do they really exist on the History <laughs> Channel? I don't know. But uh, I don't know what to expect. Honestly, I don't. But I'm very excited. Of I enjoyed the first part, so maybe I'll enjoy this part even more. Huh? I, really? I,
0: well, without further ado, then, <gasps> <Huh>. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll invite you down to a little trip to Mexico. Oh. I'm sure that
1: you wouldn't do anything to betray me while I'm investigating these ruins, right? You put a little tequila in me and (laughs) it just gets easy to betray you, Dad. Right? (laughs) I'm not going to say yes nor no. Oh, look, a coin. Mm. We'll be right back.
0: are back, having just watched the first four episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Battle Tendency. I can see you over there smirking. What? Uh, what? What are your initial thoughts? This anime is it.
1: <laughs> like Dan <Yes>. won again. <laughs> yes. Like I am on the edge of my seat every episode. I'm enthralled. My mouth is agape. Yeah, I, I'm into
0: it. <laughs> I'm pleased. I I think it's um. I mean, that is the reaction I was hoping for. Yeah, I would say we got. I would say we got a good. We got a good contrast. For this I don't stretch. know.
1: I feel like Oron isn't in- leaving you mouth agape like it did me in my youth. Well,
0: they're very different shows, but they eh, yeah. you know, not any less entertaining. But mm-hmm. it's I, I, I am happy to uh to share Jojo's with yeah. you. Uh you know, it's right there in the title. It's very bizarre. Things yeah. get weird. Um Twists and turns, man. Like a
1: game of shoots and ladders going on here.
0: And you did emphasize that, you know, it's moving briskly. We are It didn't feel
1: like four episodes, it felt like two episodes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: it, it we kind of we kind of breeze through it and uh if anything I, I mean there's sort of another story arc in the middle before we even get to you know uh the fight against the real big bads of this season mm. um so it, it it we covered a lot of ground in what you know didn't feel like a very long amount of time yes um but with that uh, we'll start at episode 1. We're just going to I'm just going to label these as episode 1 for each season mm-hmm. as we go. Uh, but it's New York's JoJo. The senior gentleman seems familiar. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> in the 49 years since Jonathan Joestar's death, uh, uh Robert E.O. Speedwagon, <laughs> Speedwagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, is now a elderly very wealthy oil, oil tycoon. tycoon. Apparently we later get context that he wandered into the desert in uh like texas and found some tea there yeah uh and you know he's built an entire you know empire out of that
1: listen um, i'm not the big uh speed fan mm-hmm. i don't know if the fan base feels that way i'm gonna sit, come in hot immediately on this podcast i don't like him i don't know why he gets all this uh, this spotlight going on here with him
0: with speedwagon, i would say that um and i don't know if I, I i don't know if this is incorrect to say because again i'm still in the midst of watching like diamond is unbreakable at this mm-hmm. point so i don't know um the full context of everything but the speedwagon foundation kind of it kind of stays there as mm-hmm. like a uh you know sort of like
1: like a mentor. capsule, like yeah. Capsule Corp, okay. uh, I would argue. Like okay. they,
0: like the heroes are doing the main fighting and the adventuring, but the Speedwagon Foundation is in the background to kind of provide them with the resources okay. to do like international intrigue. Mm. Uh, so I'm going
1: to be irked by Speedwagon for every season to come. Then, <laughs> well.
0: No, you mm. you will you will just see speedwagon yeah. representatives. But every time I see it, all you'll you'll know. <laughs> yeah, think. you'll you'll think back to yeah. that pork pie hat. I the, don't know why I hate him so. It's just I do. Well, he was a he was a he was a you know a, a British street yeah. urchin who had gadgets, and mm-hmm. now he's he's built a
1: whole. Mm, he's you got know, a straight jacket and a wheelchair conglomerate out yeah. of it. Yeah, mm. and he had his head
0: halved yeah. and then put yeah. back together. <laughs> mm. Um. But uh, through the Speedwagon Foundation, it kind of casts a wide net. It does generic, uh, unknown, vague, rich company things. said Okaiba. Yes, mm-hmm. e- exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one of those things is to investigate these mysterious ruins in Mexico. Um, but uh, these ruins have been kept a secret from even other people within Speedwagon's company, uh, leaving like him as one of the only people who is aware of the ruins, uh, but he also invites Stryzo, uh, the Hamon master who took over for Tom Petty, uh, the elderly Hamon master back in Phantom Blood. Uh, so presumably Stryzo has taken over, uh, whatever school or temple Tom Petty was formerly in charge of, and he has students of his own now. Mm. Um, but Speedwagon, uh, brings him down into these ruins, uh, at the center of this chamber is an immense stone pillar that is covered with uh, identical stone masks to the ones that caused all of those troubles for the Joestar family many years ago. Uh, meanwhile, in New York City, the mm. Big Apple, <laughs> whoever York, um, a peculiar British tourist is being uh, shown a bottle of Coca-Cola, the latest yeah. thing. Uh, By a street vendor. And young Smokey the Bandit shows up. Exactly. (laughs) Smokey the Bandit. A pickpocket uh, grabs his wallet and runs off with it. Uh, Two violent (laughs) and corrupt policemen.
1: NYPD policemen. Yeah. Uh, Let's not get it twisted. Boogerman (laughs) and his friend. Oh, we gotta discuss this booger scene. What's that there for? It uh, emphasized disgust, I think. Yeah, but I mean, a booger... Like there are worse things you could do, but it was disgusting. I guess it no roasted me the fuck out when I uh, saw just it. Just a booger,
0: Dad. Yes, I am. Right. I am sensitive to that shit, and All that's right. like I, I. There are worse things that can be smeared upon your face. Well, and JoJo's will get to those things mm. at some point. I can assure you, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna work up to that. It's
1: no dog killing from season one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. W- well. We'll we'll get to that, yeah. but. Um, you know, uh, these two violent, uh, policemen are kind of shaking Smokey down, and, uh, you know, Joseph Joestar shows up and he's like, nah, he's my buddy, I-I mm-hmm. I gave it's that ball as a gift. Yeah. Um, you know, the-the one cop who kinda-who kinda looks like the ghost of Seto Kaiba in that yeah. one-the fake Kaiba mm-hmm. in that one Yu-Gi-Oh! episode, yeah. um, wipes a booger on him. Uh, Joseph takes that, obviously, as it's meant to be, as an insult- And uh, he explodes his Coke bottle at the... Well, he punches... Booger cop. Yes. Well, no,
1: he thumbs his nose. He he breaks his nose, right, with his fingers. Yeah, breaks his nose and then punches his face
0: in. And then the other cop goes to shoot him, (laughs) but he explodes his Coca-Cola bottle and just takes him out with the the pressurized bottle. And
1: I said, this anime is it. Like, I wasn't expecting these things to happen. Well,
0: again, from the foundation that was built by Phantom Blood, it gets a lot more creative with how they can channel Hamon into objects Mm -hmm. because... uh, Joseph really takes advantage of that a lot in terms of, like, give me this little object, I'm going to MacGyver it into some kind of other weapon using on mm. and that's and consistent.
1: speaking on Jojo, I like him. He's kind of a lovable asshole. He is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 again, th- he might be my fave so far. I enjoy him, and I thought I wouldn't because he he's consistently like like a like a douchebag that needs to mature a little mm-hmm. bit and he's got like a plan usually yeah. but he he's very like he just says things to stir the pot constantly mm-hmm. even when the situation is serious yeah. as we'll see um but uh you know we we receive some exposition that this man is Joseph Joestar the grandson of Jonathan Joestar uh and he has arrived in the United States with his grandmother Arena uh, who has been taking care of him since his father and mother died? Mm-hmm. Uh, we only the only hint of info we get is that the father died in World War One, yep. and that the mother is presumed to have died of an illness Ooh. in the same time period. And
1: my friends call me Jojo,
0: and and I don't know if you if you caught it, but uh, the mother is confirmed to be the baby who was oh, rescued from the ship. I
1: didn't I didn't catch it.
0: Uh, it was like oh the the two victims of that same act accident came together and created Joseph. Mm. Um well, there's more to the story. All so right. we'll see. All right. Um back in Mexico, <laughs> uh you know, Strizo is is kind of admiring this stone pillar. That's obviously a living man. Obviously a living man. Well, because as uh Speedwagon's research has shown, the that portion of the stone pillar has amino acids, it has a pulse, a it has pulse, heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, obviously, there is someone trapped in there. And Speedwagon has brought Stryzo there so that he can just eliminate this problem at the source and use his hormone to take out this entire stone structure. Yeah, but Stryzo's got other ideas. Uh, Stryzo kills the other people present, mm-hmm. and uh, he explains that he has come to envy the youth the stone mask granted Dio. Yeah. Uh, he basically, you know, what what it amounts to is that he had become a martial artist to hone his body to perfection, but even with Hamon and everything else, he still aged. Yeah. He still was ravaged by time.
1: Mm-hmm. And we get this backstory on Jojo and how he has a temper. Yes. Uh, he's reading a comic book on a plane that was hijacked in order to kidnap... Um, Speedwagon. Speed instead. And, you know, they get blood on his comic book and he gets very upset. Yeah. And takes out the pilot, jumps out the plane, survives by incorporating Hamon into the chair, mm-hmm. which is what Dan suggested to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he would have made that leap. Well, yeah, because we don't see it, but yeah. we just see them, like, yeah. But he's, thud he's quick to temper. He he's is. He's anything but a gentleman. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not
0: an English gentleman like his grandfather Uh, to Speedwagon's triggering, uh, which is upsetting. Um... But, uh, from what I've gathered, this whole thing with Strizo was actually kind of, like, a contro- Like, not that it was- it was controvert, but it- it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, we don't know enough about Strizo from the original show to- I didn't remember
1: him. Yeah. That's why I asked- like, I was like, who is he?
0: He was the... And
1: I knew he was one of the lackeys, but I didn't remember which one. Yeah, because, well, he doesn't, he didn't make
0: as much of an impact as the head in the rosebush guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of people felt that this kind of comes out of nowhere, like he was secretly admiring Dio this whole time, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I think it's, it's at least a piece of connective tissue to kind of, it could have been a random character, like someone who was like ensnared in the archaeological, you know. Expedition or whatever, mm-hmm. but I guess making it Strizo, you know, kind of makes things slightly more dramatic. Because yeah. no, he...
1: I, I, it's someone, yeah, it's someone to connect the timeline. So I'm fine with that.
0: And we get we get cool moments out of it, uh, such as like strizo's It's not a bad death.
1: character. I was like, oh, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, later on, as kind of Smoky has been, you know, he's joined with JoJo and Arena as like. He sort of sticks around as like Arena's like uh, you know Ward, I guess. Um, for the like you know, she's she, he's just there keeping Arena mm-hmm. company throughout the rest of the yeah. story. Um, so they all go to a restaurant. Well, Smokey's
1: also the narrator too. He in is these first two episodes.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. which makes sense because he's like the everyman who's mm-hmm. like this weird British guy showed up. This you, six
1: foot six foot five British guy, yeah, <laughs> Adonis, showed yeah, up. This
0: big beefy British guy showed <laughs> up, and you know. Um, but while they're at the restaurant, uh, a racist mafia henchman... <laughs> Wario. Literally Wario, yeah. With, like, a, like, a clock yeah. mounted onto his head. Cool design, though. Apparently the animators really liked animating him. I didn't like him, but I can
1: understand why the Dan folk like him. Yeah, he <laughs> was, he
0: was, apparently he was fun to, to draw and animate, but, uh, he is racist, he's like, I don't want to be in here breathing the same air as a black guy, mm-hmm. um, and, you know... Smokey's about to leave, but JoJo's like, "No," nah, and I'm Arena's gonna... like, "Kick his ass, yeah, they're JoJo." Not, they're not tolerating that yeah. shit. So Arena's like, "Don't make a mess," yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, so we get here the first uh, Joseph summation where he does his Phoenix Wright thing.
1: Yes, I got those vibes, and I was like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, yeah
0: he he does like a... he
1: deduces that like the blood on his shirt was from someone else. He has abrasions on his hands, so he uses iron knuckles. Well, specifically, it was that the 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 big war- Wario guy had his
0: brass knuckles in his back pocket instead of his coat pocket, mm-hmm. and Joseph deduces, "Well, the blood spattered on your on your shirt is clearly not your own, so you must have removed that that yeah. coat of yours before beating the last guy up, which means that you couldn't have put the brass knuckles back into your pocket. Yeah. You would have had to put them into your pants pocket, like and- before." And, it, and yeah. he's like, "What?" Yeah. Like, well,
1: Joseph always appears to know what people are going to say, too. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's to the end. That's right. a recurring. Like, that's like
1: his his thing.
0: Yeah, it's like I know what you're going to say next, all and right. then it and then it kind of for sometimes for dramatic effect. Yeah, it, but I, all right, it's fine. Um, but uh, y- y- you know, he the brass knuckles guy just goes
1: to beat him up anyway. Yeah, tries punching him, and then punches an punches an extremely sharp coat hanger. Yes. <laughs> with the needles on the edge. I was like, who made this? While the patrons are like, Yes, A in the show. Show. yes, yeah. yes, I love this.
0: Um, but that that Wario guy is dealt with. Um but his, you know, mafia boss who was there is like, Oh, you're Arena Joe star. Uh I you know, you were in town, I assume to visit Speedwagon, but uh word on the street, and it hasn't hit the papers yet is that he was murdered while in Mexico mm. and that the body of him and his team was found by the riverbank. I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll find out soon. Yeah, and
1: she doesn't take these news well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she does... She, like, openly weeps. Because
0: she's like, you know, he he was down there doing something with the stone masks and this curse is haunting our family For still.
1: 30,000 years!
0: <laughs> but, true to form, uh, Smokey is like... Okay, that does sound bad, but he is a mafia guy, so you don't 100% believe everything he says, because it's not the whole story, yeah. as we see, um, but uh, could arguably wor- be worse, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so... They, uh, later that night, Jojo and Smokey are hanging out at a cafe, a cafe Irene. Cafe Irene, yeah. Uh, Jojo is astounded that, I, I, I think they're looking at an ad about
1: push-up bras, like... That you said was a real ad. Yeah. Um, or like, the back of the, the magazine was a real ad that, before, that was, before on the plane. Yeah the, yeah,
0: the, there was an earlier scene where, mm-hmm. according to the animators, uh, the back of Jojo, jo- Joseph's, like, comic book was an actual ad for Get Smart. Um, so they, they took it, and they just, like, drew over it, and then that was, you know, so I, I think little things like that are incorporated everywhere. Um, but they're talking about that, uh, Jojo is, is, is amazed that boobs can look bigger, mm-hmm. uh, but Smokey's like, no, it's just, you know, it, it's not really doing anything, just, you know, to don't, <laughs> but, but it's, it's to emphasize that, that Joseph goes from, like, very silly lines of thought, mm-hmm. but always observing What's going on? Like, mm-hmm. he's talking about boobies, but then he's watching... He notices a
1: mysterious figure in the window.
0: Yeah. And he, he, he you know, gets up from the table, goes outside, and he's Sir, like... Sir,
1: where's your breath? It's so cold outside. Yeah,
0: your, your breath yeah. isn't visible. And um, did I, saw... I notice
1: some fangs?
0: And sure enough, this individual is Stryzo. Is young,
1: hot Stryzo. Much, much again. younger...
0: And, uh, you know, they are about to, uh, have a fight. Um, Stryzo is, is plain and simple. He, he's there to kill Joseph.
1: Yeah. He gives his whole modus operandi. This is what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Well, it, specifically, like, um, you know, you know, with you gone and your lineage gone, like, no one's going to be around to Master Hamon to, to threaten me. Uh, we get more of that in the next episode, mm. but uh, he intends to just kill Jojo quickly, but Jojo pulls out a Tommy gun. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of I nowhere. I was like, this was a shock. Dan heard me gasp. I went, what? Presumably like a Joseph 5D chest. Listen, like I knew nothing was going to gonna
1: happen with it. I knew he was going to be fine. Yeah. Like, but it was still shocking. Yeah, nobody else knew. It no. was, uh... And even Smokey asked, where did he get but a Tommy, Tommy gun shit, from? Like... <laughs> Um, Everyone, in the patrons are going ah! <laughs>
0: like uh, he, you know, he takes out the Tommy gun, blasts Strizo through like this cafe window, mm. and then uh, that episode ends with him kind of like looking yeah. in, like mm, that probably <laughs> didn't probably work. didn't do anything. Yeah, that brings us to episode two, the game master. <laughs> uh, despite shooting, you know, emptying the Tommy gun into Strizo, uh, the vampire easily recovers from the attack
1: and then well everyone's initially like you shot a person it's like that's no person that's like, a vampire yeah, I, if I shot a person I'll go to jail yeah. and be cool with it but mm-hmm. mm, no I don't think so
0: and that's also he goes up to the women at the counter who are panicking <laughs> yeah he's I like, just
1: screaming ah
0: Well, no, but he's, like, it's a famous... It's, like, it's a famous If you don't
1: shut up, I'm gonna have to make out with you.
0: (laughs) Dan, I don't think that aged that well. (laughs) No, but he blurts out shit like that. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, it's not... He's lovable, but... He is a douche. He's a contestant
1: on Love is Blind.
0: That's it. Yeah, he... But, like, it's just... Like, he is a douche, but he's got something of a plan, Mm -hmm. and he sometimes might be saying shit just to get people away from yeah. danger, I guess, or to not, like, try to to stick with him to stay out of danger. Um, but uh, Stryzo, uh, obviously is fine. The bullets bounced off of him. Also, I want to mention,
1: fucking love this opening. Oh, this uh, opener. Mm. Like, it's the first time we hear it. I said, oh, Dan really came for me (laughs) with this one. (laughs) I said, it's got Technicolor, it's got women spinning. Yeah. Fists to flying. Almost like a James Bond type. Uh,
0: It's very, uh, very 70s looking. I love it. I figured you would.
1: It wasn't Last Night in Soho. (laughs) Uh,
0: Of course not, but it it channeled that energy. Yeah. A a ripple, if Mm. you will. Mm. Um, but, uh... So, eventually, uh, you know, Strizo gets back up, and he recreates Dio's Space Ripper stingy eyes, mm-hmm. uh, which is where he ejects, like, pressurized humor, mm-hmm. with a U, yeah. from his eyes uh, for, like, a killing blow, the same technique that Dio used to cut his fucking castle in half. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Joseph, with some quick-thinking Put a mirror in front of him really quick and it didn't work.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, but teasing that the humor stuff, you can alter glass to, mm-hmm. to you know, to reflect it. To reflect whatever. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, so then Joseph kind of gets a hit in with his ripple infused gun.
1: Yeah. He uses it as a baseball. Yes. A
0: baseball bat. Um, but Stryzo has a scarf woven. <laughs> yeah.
1: From these, uh, can, I can't read my writing, cat, uh, doing beetles or whatever. Like these rare Southeast Asian
0: beetles that their muscle fibers conduct hormone. <laughs> I said, did Dan
1: write this anime? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, beetles are yeah. mm-hmm. useful <laughs> Everything is with beetles. No wonder but- why Dan suggested this one.
0: But, uh, but Stryzo's scarf kind carapaces
1: kinda... <laughs> infused her with him <them laughs> This scarf is 100%
0: beetle. But, <laughs> he, he, uh, you know, that, so that attack is deflected. Um, but Joseph, uh, always having a backup plan, sneaks some grenades yeah! onto... I was, uh,
1: <laughs> I was flummoxed during this. I was like, this is an anime fight going on right here. And it does, rem- I'm trying
0: to think what this reminds me of, but it, it... He's, like, a hyper-prepared protagonist, and mm-hmm. it's... You get the sense that, um... Oh, what movie? What, I apologize. I, I cannot remember what I'm thinking about. Use of. your
1: details. Maybe I can recall.
0: Um, you know, but one of those things where... you like Die Hard. Oh, it's, it's very simple. Like, uh, uh, Chi-Chi and Goten. Yeah. Because, like, you don't think that, like, Granny Arena is going to encourage that kind of behavior, mm-hmm. but in reality... Joseph has been oh, hyper-prepared. Yeah, because Chi-Chi's
1: in the tournament, like, knock his block off! Yeah. Right? yeah,
0: and and it's one of those things where you get the sense that considering all the family he's been through, Jojo has been raised, okay, if you encounter one of these spooky demon people, just come out with everything that you got. Mm-hmm. Grenades, Hamon yeah. techniques, guns, yeah. whatever. Always have like ten strategies ready to go for the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, Stryzo deflects one grenade, but Joseph put, like, ten grenades uh, on, on his, his back. cape, yeah. Uh, and it, they explode and, you know, uh, Stryzo is seemingly blown apart, but he is quickly able to start regenerating. Yeah. And back no one does it. anything. No one it's does It's
1: like, like, oh, well, all of New York is outside, but we're not gonna do anything about that. It was a reporter looking for a scoop out uh, there. Oh, we'll get there. The Jonathan um, Quackowski reported the Mary Jane! Ah! <laughs> So he's,
0: uh, he's, he's, Stryzo is reassembling himself and Joseph is just like, well, his legs haven't uh, rebuilt themselves and yet. are my legs are my thick legs are and good. juicy. So let's run. And, uh, basically to get Stryzo to chase them yeah. to, the, to the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: I said, I knew this bridge from Spider-Man Won The Game. <laughs> I'm the Green Goblin. And, yeah. Oh my god. Someday, <laughs> some soon.
0: Did you, uh, did you ever, did I ever send you that thing with the, uh, Peter, mm.
1: I have the mind goblin. Yeah, you did. You did, Dan, yes. yes. I'm well aware.
0: <laughs> mind goblin The nuts, one Parker. comic <laughs>
1: book, <laughs> the <laughs> one comic book property I'll put up with is Spider-Man.
0: Um, but, uh, Streisand does follow him to the bridge, and he takes a woman hostage, uh, the, the photographer. The, the, is,
1: the intrepid reporter. <laughs> this will be a hot
0: scoop, and. Yeah, it, the Daily Ryan news. And basically, it takes him a while to say. But Strizo is like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a test here. You can come up to the top of the yeah. bridge and fight me for this woman, or you could be
1: a coward and run away.
0: Well, it, yeah, it would be a coward and run away. But like, if you do run away, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come for you mm-hmm. because a man like that wouldn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But if you if you choose to save this woman who you don't even know, then you know you are clearly an idealist and you will try to kill me. So I can't let yeah. you exist. Um, and then, like, Joseph tries to play it off, like, I don't care about that skank, do whatever you want, throw her off the bridge. That hussy. And, um, y- you know, but he kind of, uh, you know, Joseph starts advancing towards him, uh, Stryzo attempts to do the pressurized
1: I-beam move again, but predicting oh, where it'll go. This was it. This yeah. was, like, I was like, oh my god, like, this is anime. It is. <laughs> He reflects it with shot glasses that he pulls out of nowhere. I was like, oh, this is cool.
0: And it's top form, because he's like, I would imagine with how you act, you were going to try to hit me in the center of the forehead again. But why again. did he
1: have shot glasses?
0: <laughs> they were just in a bar. He took them.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. take shot glasses from the bar, but I guess... Well, the bar was blown up, yeah. so it's not yeah. like it's it's not there yeah. anymore. But,
0: uh, but yeah, he uses a shot... Gl- he does take a hit, but he... One shot glass with some hormone energy, mm-hmm. and it manages to deflect the i beam back at Stryzo mm-hmm. pierce through his head. Very cool. Um, you know, they they uh, the the hostage woman is freed. Jojo uh, Jojo manages to get like a clean hit on Stryzo, knocking him off the bridge, and uh, Strizo uh, is base you know is about to die. Either way, the sun is about to come up, mm-hmm. um, but he's like. I'm not gonna try to climb back up. It was always my intention to 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 just enter hell as a young and beautiful man in my prime. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fight this. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, you know, he out, warns Joseph that uh, a Pillar Man, the <laughs> source of these masks, not the
1: Irish play Pillow Man,
0: the Pillow Man, the Pillar Man. <laughs> Uh, is is about to uh, awaken, um, but then he uses his own hamon to immolate himself. Basically, he's like, "You've still had hamon abilities while being a vampire," and he turns them on himself and just disintegrates. Which I would assume is one benefit of making that enemy Strizo oh, yeah. is like, you get a scene like that. He's like, yeah. "No, I'm going to go out with honor. I was defeated and defaced, and I'm. This is how I'm going to go." Mm-hmm. And um, you know Joseph is 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 shaken, but he needs to find out more about these these pillar men. Uh, meanwhile, it is uh, we we cut to a a base. Well, no, we get we get it established. I said Nazis.
1: Yeah, World War Two was in full force. Oh my gosh, we need Angela Lansbury more than ever.
0: Yeah, the Nazis were <laughs> yeah. there. Um, but uh, you know, so so the Nazis are on the march. They got their hands in a lot of pots. Uh, Indiana Jones style, they are looking not only into technology, but the occult. The occult, Mm -hmm. alchemy, etc., etc. And one branch of their stupid Nazi spooky investigation things Mm -hmm. uh, led them to these Pillar Men ruins. And uh, the guy in charge of this space, we get an establishing shot of him, is Rudolf von Stronheim.
1: Got a lot of problems with him. Got a lot of issues with Rudolf.
0: Understandably so. Yeah. Oh. And it has been debated. Mm-hmm. Before I... I, like, we, we... You know, when it was obvious that we were going to do Battle Tendency, I looked into it to see what the discourse on Strohenheim is. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked into what people were saying. And one of the biggest answers that I saw on, like, the JoJo subreddit, for instance, mm-hmm. was that Stroheim at no point becomes a Joe bro Yeah. He is not, like, a friend ever of the main mm-hmm. cast he just is a another antagonist mm-hmm. who happens to be competing with the and other and then fights antagonist. with them at one time yes yeah. all right uh, but but he he does not have the requisite scenes to be considered like a buddy yeah. of the main cast because yeah. there are throughout the whole jojo's canon there are a lot of random schmucks who show up and have signs of honor or being yeah. like honorable manly Bro energy yeah. Without ever actually joining the main, because mm-hmm. if anything, when, uh, when, when Straunheim is going to be, you know, uh, around, he'll come off more like an Arnold Schwarzenegger parody. Mm. So it's like, yeah, he's a Nazi, but it, it's, this is, this is like stupid jetpack doom Nazis. Yeah. So, or Wolfenstein mm-hmm. Nazis. So if that, if that helps. Duke Nukem Nazis. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that was the most consistent answer I saw, was that there is no bro-down... Alright,
1: I said I'm not rooting for him. No,
0: you shouldn't. Um, but we get, like, a few hints of his personality, like, he's a, he's a germaphobe, kind of, like, he... Well, he's always spitting. He's always spitting, he toys with uh the the woman who is shaving him mm-hmm. like he puts the straight razor on her tongue lick
1: my blood now watch your tongue
0: yeah watch your tongue up don't move don't move don't panic don't panic or i'll cut your tongue and he's only interrupted by his subordinate showing up and like telling him mm-hmm. that you know Speedwagon wagon has woken up and that's the that's the big twist for the end of the episode is that Speedwagon <laughs> is alive he has had his head Dehaved, put back to I don't, I don't know if that works, Stan because <laughs> yeah. it was open, even was, in anime and, uh, you know, he is under, uh, you know Oreo Speedwagon is like captured... a captured
1: sack straight jacket thing going on here. yeah, the anti-fap
0: jacket yeah. <laughs> was, so but he's he's captured by the Nazis and yeah. that's where we, uh, leave off uh, in the middle of uh, oh, that brings us to episode 3 uh, the Pillar Men. the Pillar Man, I'm sorry <laughs>
1: Oh my uh,
0: In the middle of the Mexican desert Joseph is riding around on his motorcycle uh, You know uh, tr- Trying to follow up leads On what Streisand was talking about mm-hmm. um, One of Straunheim's men, a Nazi assassin Named Donovan And
1: something is wrong with this man's chin
0: And face, he's got like, got, like big purple Pustules on he's his face He's got that,
1: uh, that character from What's the one with the villain Megamind that oh, hero, yeah. that hero from Megamind. Uh, it's the same chin.
0: Same ch- yeah, I know. You're, is it
1: Metro Man? Yeah, Metro Man sounds correct, I guess. It's is something it, like that. Is it Metro
0: Man or is it the one that, that uh, Jonah Hill turns into?
1: No, Jonah Hill is from Incredibles, Dan. Right?
0: No, Jonah Hill is in Megamind.
1: hmm <sighs> Megamind, oh, no, no, that's right, yeah. that's right, yeah. No, you're right. That is the Jonah Hill one, yeah.
0: Um. And, and then, yeah, he's got a ball chin.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. a ball chin uh, Needless to say, yeah. Um. I hate to bash the Incredibles on this podcast that aren't Incredibles 2 with Dan Ryan present. Yeah,
0: arguably one of my most <laughs> He's gonna movies. slap
1: me afterwards.
0: Nah, <laughs> eh, someday we'll unpack that. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be on Sinister Six. Yeah. But then I'd have to... Oh, no, I don't have to buy it because of Disney+. Plus. I'm funding it in other ways, but mm-hmm. I don't have to. that's true, Dan. Yeah. No. We'll see. But that's neither. Let's deal with the, mm-hmm. the this situation yes. first. Um, so uh, you know, Donovan is uh, is a Nazi assassin. He's good with <laughs> knives, and he is very surprised that Joseph is even able to like detect him uh, because you know Joseph has the Hamon training. He can sense you know the energy of other people, uh, and while Donovan is a dangerous assassin. Uh, you know, he kind of underestimates Joseph. He gets Joseph pinned by a cactus, yeah.
1: and then Joseph explodes the cactus with
0: Hamon. Does a the the Togemon needle spray <laughs> mm-hmm. into Donovan's face, um, and you know, defeats him. Yes. Uh, now again, I wasn't positive because I forgot to look it up. I think Donovan is a reference to. The guy who helped the Nazis in the last crusade, mm, but I'm not know. sure.
1: That's your favorite Indiana Jones. When we get to Indiana Jones on this podcast, yeah. you'll be in charge of the one in three, and I'll be in charge of two. Happily, happily. Yeah. Last Crusade's my is mm-hmm. definitely my fave. Xing Wong, anything goes. Uh,
0: <laughs> spraying the elephants with perfume mm-hmm. and, uh, and such. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I think that's the reference <laughs> that was being made there. So, um, through interrogating Donovan, Jojo learns that Speedwagon is still alive, and he's being imprisoned in this hacienda near their position. Mm. Um, Leaving Donovan to his fate, uh, which is, like, strung up on a Homan cactus. Yeah. Uh, Joseph uh, then reaches the base where Speedwagon is being held prisoner. Um He then dresses up as a lady mm,
1: carrying two bottles of Jose Cuervo.
0: Oh yeah, was it? that was like mm. again
1: the brand dropping that they can get away with. Yeah. They usually do. They so. can mention songs, but they can mention liquor brands.
0: Yeah, mm. I I don't know. It's or maybe it's like. If you looked close enough, it would be one letter off or something. And oh then yeah, like a... definitely.
1: It's gonna be Nintendo instead of Nintendo.
0: Uh, but yeah, Joseph addresses in drag to try to get into the base. It doesn't work for a second. He no. could have just beaten up the guards. But... My
1: sister is more beautiful than you, and we used her to, to plow the fields. She's a mule.
0: And Joseph's like, how rude! And then yeah. he launches the uh the caps into a coconut tree, <laughs> which brings the coconuts down onto the two German guards' heads, disabling them. Disabling them. Yeah. He then takes out, uh, you know, he drags their bodies off to the side and uh, takes one of their uniforms mm-hmm. back inside. Uh, Strohm is uh, is is you know doing these experiments. They've been injecting uh, a blood into the pillar man. Uh, namely, they have a bunch of people trapped in a cage. And, mm-hmm. like, okay, if one of you sacrifices yourself for this experiment, we'll let all the others go.
1: I volunteer as tribute.
0: A brave child does step forward, um, but then he's like, no, 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 courage like yours is to be preserved. We're going to kill everyone else besides you. Those so. Nazis. Well, they are Nazis. And, uh, you know, so blood has been injected into this pillar man, and at first they don't think anything's going to happen. Like, he has a uh, speed wagon kind of. Uh, bound up, sitting there. Yeah, no, he's in a
1: straitjacket, sleep sack, in a yeah. wheelchair. And he's for like... Th- the entire next two episodes. And he's, like, gloating the whole time. He's like, I'm going to fill it with blood and you'll
0: see it's just <laughs> a stone. And then... But, uh, <laughs> the statue does begin leaking blood of its own, and uh, out from the front of the pillar, the man falls out. Yeah. Uh, he lands on the ground, and his uh, rocky exterior... You know, turns back into flesh, and he he's revealed as this as this ripped uh, red haired individual mm-hmm. who uh, Straunheim dubs San Viento after uh, the Mexican word, like the Spanish word for wind, mm-hmm. and uh, but in the original version he was named Santana yeah. to maintain the music references, mm-hmm. uh, but they couldn't do that for the dub, um, so uh, you know at, at first uh you know santana kind of uh bambis he tries to stand up but falls over because mm-hmm. the and ground everyone is laughs slippery.
1: Oh, oh, oh what an idiot he's so like he's a goofy
0: caveman <laughs> he cannot do anything to us uh, and, and but then you know uh perhaps santana he can audition up. for the cabaret he'll be a comedian and <laughs> and say uh, whatever the fuck he says the
1: folly de becheron <laughs>
0: And he, uh, you know, but the the Pillar Man is clearly figuring out his surroundings. He's, like, sniffing the air, trying to figure out where he is. Um, And they're like, okay, we're going to move on to the next phase of the experiment, which is uh, they had used a separate stone mask to turn a local old man into a vampire. They haven't fed him since he transformed, Mm -hmm. so they're going to unleash these two into the same room uh, to, you know, see what happens. At first... It seems like the old man vampire is going to overpower uh, Santana, but Santana just, uh, you know, stays where he is and absorbs <laughs> this second vampire into his being, basically. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of like looks up and he addresses like, "Which one of you is is von Stronheim?" Mm-hmm. And he's uh, learning, Dad. He's Dan. <laughs> learning. Um, but they uh, eventually they're kind of sitting, like, Strondheim is in denial, he's like, oh, he, he must be he, he, like, picked something up from the vampire, he's not, he's only, like, mimicking what, what we do, he's not mm-hmm. he can't learn language <laughs> um, but uh, a few moments later uh, Santana manages to escape the cell without being detected so they're like, you know all eyes were on him they were recording what happened but literally in the blink of an eye, somehow Santana has <laughs> yeah. escaped. Yeah. And they're like, okay, that... Uh, again, the usual... Play villain, the film! Well, yeah, but before that, the, the villain does the usual... Like, that That cell is like 25 inches of, of solid titanium. Mm-hmm. There are no openings. It's like, what about the air vents? And then they, they show the, the little recording that they had set up. Obviously, they didn't have security cameras, but they did have... Uh, regular film for posterity's sake, uh, just like the Indiana Jones Nazis. Mm. Um, And it seems that Santana managed to contort his body into a flat form by probably disassembling his bones at like the molecular level. To fit into a small vent! And he fits into a vent. And he's like, Wait, that's probably how he heard your name. He's able to hear everything <sighs> yeah. that passes through. Then he's the air like, vents. "One
1: guard, guard A, stand away from that vent before you're in danger." And guard A approaches vent, taps it. Yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, Santana jumps into the body of this guard, and he starts like disfiguring him. Mm-hmm. He kind of bloats into this slug-like shape, <laughs> and he's like, you know, mocking the the guards. Doing like a little finger gun thing mm-hmm. because the guards' guns are are ineffective against this this blob monster. Yeah. Uh, but, but he does another recurring thing. He, like the guy, the guard whose body is being taken over. He's like, everything is black. I don't know where I am, mm-hmm. but it feels good. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like powerful for a second. Mm-hmm. And um, y- you know the the he does the finger guns thing. And shoots bullets out of his fingers. And again, Strawheim is like, "Oh, he's just he's he's pretending to have a gun like you guys have. Yeah. He's not intelligent. He's monkey
1: see, monkey doing.
0: Yeah, but he fires the bullets that he had absorbed, kills the other guards. Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, um, I know that hair.
0: Yeah, there's another another guard comes up <laughs> behind Speedwagon with the uh, the the oddly noticeable hair under mm-hmm. his helmet, doing a. Another, a different kind of bad German, German accent, voice. Yeah. And he's like, I- I'm gonna get you out of here, old man. And he, uh, it's Jojo, of course. <laughs> and he takes, uh, a few locks of Stronheim's hair and, uh, infuses them with Hamon mm. and creates a barrier. Uh, hairier. A Harrier. A Harrier of, uh, <laughs> no, Hamon infused hair to yes. deflect the bullets. Um, so, uh,. <laughs> This is, uh, the stage is set for Jojo to battle this Pillar Man, mm-hmm. Santana. Yeah. Uh, and the only one, the only other people left at this point are Speedwagon yeah. and And the Nazi.
1: yeah.
0: So, episode four, Jojo versus the ultimate life form. Uh, Santana has escaped and is now confronting Joseph. Uh, Joseph is, 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 is messing with him. He, like, goes up and taps his nose, mm-hmm. like, come and get me, like, yeah. can I, can you smile? Maybe just a smile, just one f- for the. And for, this for guy photo. walks by. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he he just you know unflinchingly walks by him. Um, so, but but Santana is actually studying his environment. Yeah. He picks up a gun and he's like, "What is this tool? What is this
1: long tube tool?"
0: And he expertly dismantles it to figure out how it works.
1: My God, he's dismantling the gun in front of us, Dan.
0: Yeah, and then Speedway's like, "No, you, you fool! He's not stupid. You see, he's not a caveman. He, he knows how things work. He's learned all of this in a matter of minutes." Um, so you know, then uh, Santana moves to studying the lights because mm-hmm. he's like, "I've never seen this yeah. type of light
1: these before. spotlights, which have my beautiful body framed. What are
0: they?" <laughs> uh, but Joseph finally annoys him too much. <laughs> uh, and Santana tries to kill him by growing sharp rib-like spikes out of his body. Well, no, body. first, doesn't he, like, kick his shin? He's like, ow, my leg! Yeah, oh, Jojo j- tries to trip him, yeah. but, he, like, Santana's leg just passes yeah. through and then, like, hurts Jojo's yeah, you're like, leg. like, ow, that hurt! It's like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> that that was, like, really weird, and yeah. it, it, it hurts. and it, I think it actually tears that portion of Jojo's, like, pants off at the leg, yeah. so it's like... He's dangerous. Um, but, uh, you know, they... Finally, Jojo annoys him too much. He grows the ribs that resemble the stone mask mm-hmm. uh, and tries to crush and kill slash absorb Joseph, but Joseph blocks it using his hamon. Uh, this fascinates Santana because he's like, I didn't think there were any life forms like you uh, that were this interesting. Like, mm. you, you humans have developed overconfidence like you you never used to challenge us this much back in the old days you you primitives yeah never put up this much of a fight so um they uh you know this this definitely gets Santana's attention and then when Santana tries to go for speedwagon Joseph finally becomes serious uh even though Santana's skin is uh is is too resistant to the ripple and he can you know contort himself around more creative attacks um it, yeah so it, it seems like a hopeless little situation but uh when santana seemingly kip, kicks joseph into unconsciousness uh oh yeah we get this we get this thing where it seems like santana has absorbed yeah. joseph's fist yeah but then he's just doing it was in my sleeve the yeah. whole time. Well, not even because he doesn't have a sleeve he yeah. has a gauntlet inside. i can
1: reattach my arm the whole time
0: I can take my thumb off like this. Look. Mm. Um, and, you know, he, he fakes it. He has direct contact with Santana's insides. And using a devastatingly powerful Hamon technique, he manages to cut Santana in half. Um, but obviously that is not enough to stop a vampire. Uh, Joseph then ties a chain around Santana's chest, or the upper portion of his body, um, and attempts well, no, to... he
1: does this foot knife thing. It's like, yeah. I'm going to jab a knife into you with my foot.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah he he tries to... And then we got a
1: Sunset Boulevard reference where it's like, this is your final reel, Mrs. Desmond, or something like that. I'm like, what? Where is that here? Oh, that's a little thing for you in there. Yeah, Get your attention. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if they were quoting Billy Wilder over there.
0: Um, but with that that same chain, he tries to, uh, you know, he he binds... The upper half of uh, Santana's body and decides to drag him up into the sunlight yeah. to finish him off.
1: While yeah. wheelchair guy is like, "Do it!"
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, "Gonna in this speed wagon is just freaking the fuck yeah, out this entire just time.
1: Sat in the chair the entire time.
0: And Strawheim's doing very little. He's kind of just like, <sighs> yeah. um." So they, uh, you know, we get a very tense scene where Jojo is dragging this, you know, immortal vampire up the stairs. It is very difficult because <laughs> he has to maintain a, ha- a haman charge mm-hmm. through the chain while also maintaining his breathing while climbing the steps yeah. on his hands and knees. Yeah. Um, so uh, Santana is doing everything he can to slow him down. He uses uh, foul meat, dec- decaying flesh, which are parts of his own skin White Castle burgers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they do to your insides. Indeed. But yeah, they you know they're wrapping around JoJo's but legs, so good,
1: <laughs> and saving <stepping> his life. <laughs>
0: Um, but at what cost? <laughs> Sapping his life, uh, y- you know, but, but Jojo is trying to press on. Eventually, uh, Stronhai intervenes and tries to help. Um, but he is also ensnared by one of, uh, Santana's, like, tendrils. Mm -hmm. So then he's like, Jojo, I have, like, a decorative axe set on the wall by the door there. You need to take one of those and cut my leg off.
1: Mm -hmm. Do it. I'm willing to sacrifice my entire self for the Weimar Republic. Uh, And
0: and then he, uh, you know, Jojo hesitates, but he does do it. Um, he, you know, cuts- Just
1: do it. It's a Nazi, Jojo. Just, just chop it off.
0: Yeah, what really does it matter? He does. Yeah, do it. Uh, but he cuts Strawheim's leg off, and Strawheim manages to open the door to the exit. <laughs> you let the sunshine in. <laughs> let the sunshine in. But that's not quite enough. Uh, Santana is is you know briefly exposed to the sunlight, but he manages to jump into the open stub where <laughs> Strawheim's leg was cut off, mm. uh, thus using Strawheim as his new meat puppet. Um. So Straheim walks on one leg into the sunlight and pulls it's out like, a like
1: my stub. It feels good. <laughs> yeah. He does, no. He doesn't even feel pain. Yeah. He feel it anything. feels nice.
0: Um. But it's like this. You know, Jojo tries to get him to stop, but he's like, "No, I am going to do this. I'm going to destroy my own body to to bring him into the light." But you need to know that we have found many other Pillarmen. He is not the only one of his kind you know, uh, there are lots of these things that have been discovered and they're probably more powerful than he is. Mm -hmm. Um, so you need to make sure that you understand what you're facing and how to destroy them. Yes. Um, so, uh, then he tells Joseph that he has to go to Rome (laughs) in order to properly learn the techniques needed to defeat them.
1: We're getting La Dolce Vita, then? We are.
0: (gasps) Um, with that said, Straunheim, you know, ignites the grenade, blows himself up, uh, but that is still not completely enough to take out yeah. Santana.
1: And I don't feel bad for this Nazi. No. No. Um,
0: but uh, Santana, in the brief time where his body is starting to petrify from the sun, lunges at Joseph and tries to pull the two of them down into a well to cool off. To get a cool drink of ice water mm-hmm. to... Uh, to, to, you know, to recover. To relieve that yeah. burn. Yeah. Um, but uh, Joseph reveals that he timed the jump exactly to, you know, so that the sun was directly over the well, thus reflecting the sunlight back in both directions, uh, petrifying, uh, you know, uh, turning Santana back into a statue and defeating him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Joseph is like, well, that was a close one, but uh, I suppose I'll have to go to Rome to yeah. get more answers from mm-hmm. here and thus concludes the first four episodes.
1: And what a four episodes, Dan. On the edge of my seat the entire time. I'm glad. Living, loving, learning throughout all the episodes. Yeah, I'm enjoying yeah, it. I, I I love it. I'm very
0: pleased and I I honestly think that uh, with the aesthetic of the next two episodes, yeah. you'll really like it. Well, Dan really Ryan had to
1: turn more. me around from like being mouth agape and say, "Watch the anime." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "What?" Well, I got to make sure you're not missing any exposition from yeah.
0: from uh, from any of the characters because it is you know they they it is the JoJo's thing. There's like a lot of breathless like, oh my god, he tied his shoelaces together while he was going down the stage. Yeah, we so should it's just like retitle
1: a- the podcast. Dan Ryan wins. I mean, like, that's not nah, that's not nah, it. Nah, it could be Jonathan Kukowski thinks Dan Ryan wins. <laughs> But really, no one does. Yeah, I don't know. I, I try to stump you sometimes with no, my intelligentsia of anime. But I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, for anyone who hasn't seen JoJo out in there in the anime universe, aside from me, please Watch. Well, yeah. It's and, enjoyable. and By all means.
0: I mean, uh, I mean, hopefully, even if you have seen it, you still enjoy hearing us discuss it, because it, it, it's fun. It's, mm. like, fun to unpack a lot of this stuff. Mm. Uh, and there is, obviously, a lot more trivia and production stuff that I can bring to the table. Mm. Didn't want to do too much to not spoil stuff today. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can talk about these characters, we can talk about kind of what becomes of them.
1: Because there's a lot more tropes still, you know waiting for us and that's great because uh, the other series we're watching also contains a lot of tropes man yeah. so i mean good parallel there of course yeah uh
0: with that being said uh if we're concluding today's episode before you offer a tease of what oh. awaits
1: us um is there anywhere our audience can reach you uh you can find me jonathan gorkowski at losing my mind jk on instagram drink and read jk on twitter and the tiktok uh, you can also follow my other podcast, being uh, Nightcaps at the Theater, mm-hmm. possibly coming back. I mean, Matt's in Dominican Republic right now for a week, but... <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. who would have known? We're supposed to see Black Panther next week. <laughs> well, he'll be back.
0: Okay. Just in time <laughs> just for you. Just in time. Don't,
1: don't worry. <laughs> He's on Macabrera time right now, so there's that. But please join in. We have these zany discussions about movies, bad movies, good movies, eh, i like a podcast mm-hmm. just follow me i love you all good night
0: <laughs> uh you can follow me on instagram at king underscore danis where i will be posting the artwork that we you know, discuss in our tangents as well as other stuff when uh inspiration strikes me uh, which i hope it does it soon will. It um always will Dan. but uh but yeah uh we can also follow our Anime Was Not A Mistake Facebook page mm. under the same name. Yes. And download Anime Was Not A Mistake Go to your phone, which definitely is not any kind of dangerous <laughs> Don't spyware. Don't have me anything. grabbing coins. <laughs> Give me the gold. Get get some miles in, you know, and collect trademark-friendly versions mm. of the anime that you love. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But, any tease? Anyways, next week, we're continuing with Oron High School Host Club, a favorite of mine. Um, I don't know if it's going to breach the gaps of the Dan favorites that I've experienced on this podcast, but we will be meeting the Lobelia girls at last! Okay, another school? Yeah, another school, Dan, with a drama club, in fact. Okay. And they'll be popping up once or twice in this series. They'll be zany antics abound. Mm-hmm. Um, come join us, won't you? The Oran High School Host Club is waiting, as always. Of course.
0: I'll have to pop open a, a nice cold bottle of Coca Cola.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good night! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at AnimeWasNotAMistakePodcast or on Facebook at AnimeWasNotAMistakePod. We promise to go halfies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Thank you.